Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So I am at a car repair place, um, getting my car worked on. I'm in a little room and there is a blaring TV and a lot of noise behind me. So I apologize for the background noise, but I had to come obviously today to all of you in case some of you are not paying attention or really not seeing the evil that is in the world. Now, we as Christians, we are not supposed to be in the world. We're of the world, right? We are living here. This is just a place that we're traveling to as we go home to heaven. But along the way, we are called to be beacons of truth, to be disciples, to lead people to Jesus so that they can be saved. That is our calling. And how many of you are seeing the devil and evil at work over time, over time, and he's coming for the children. So whether you have children or not, you may have grandchildren, your children may be older, but the children are our future. And if you can't see Satan coming after them, what I mean by coming after them, I mean this gay movement, the LGBTQ+, whatever this all means, this transgenderism, transhumanism, right? There's this pull for kids to start being in this meta-universe, The kids are being exposed to so much that I cannot imagine the confusion and the anxiety that is being infiltrating their minds, their poor little minds. And this goes all the way to cartoons. If you watch Disney, if you watch any of the Uh, what is it, Nicktoon or something, there are transgender parades and gay parades and I can have two fathers, I can have two mothers. Oh my goodness. I sit and I think about myself. I was a total tomboy, total tomboy. I mean, I even had the hair, right? My mom cut it really short. I had beautiful blonde Goldilocks hair. I mean, when I look back at those pictures, they're awesome. But I guess I was a little terror every morning when she tried to brush it out and get me off to school. So she chopped it off to this Dorothy Hamill short haircut. I hated it. I cried. I even knew that that wasn't girly. So I was also a total 
sports fan. I hung out with my two hockey playing brothers, playing hockey with them. I was in all kinds of sports, softball and soccer. Actually, not softball until like much, much later. I gave it a go in high school. But at like, you know, 10, 11, 12, I was not a girl. I was a guy pretty much just playing sports and hanging out. I had girlfriends, but even as a kid, I didn't wear dresses. I didn't have a Barbie and I never had a doll. Now, if that were me today, I might be thinking, geez, I'm a dude. I must be a guy because of what the culture and these evil administrators in the teachers unions, government officials, all of these Hollywood people, and not to mention the the media organizations, the, the programs that the kids are watching. I was watching Tom and Jerry. Sure, there was violence, but I wasn't watching Jerry and Jerry having a baby or some sort of transgender parade, confusing everything about God's plan. This is why I look and I say, Evil is working overtime, and evil is everywhere. It is this ideological framework that says that we can be whatever we feel like we want to be. And if you know any of God's words, meaning the Bible, you know exactly his intent. His intent was a man and a woman, and a man and a woman will join together and create one flesh, to become one flesh. That doesn't mean they're going to join together in intercourse, the sexual marital act. Of course, they do that in order to produce another human being. It's all about the family, the nuclear family, everyone. That means a father, a mother, and children. And a father and mother who raise their children with Christian values with morality, and it keeps them far away as much as possible from this culture. And I'm going to tell you, I used to consider myself, I labeled myself a fiscal conservative, but a liberal in social issues because I believed what the culture told me. I believed abortion was a woman's right. I never thought about the harm that can be done to a woman, the pain and the angst, I never thought about the fact that it was murder, that that was a baby, not just a glob of tissue. I thought it was a right, a fundamental human right to kill another human being. And then when I realized it wasn't and God started changing my heart, I still struggled with, well, what if the mother's life is on, you know, in jeopardy during birth? Or what if she was raped? None of that matters. Life is sacred in the womb and until natural death because we've also glorified putting someone out of their quote-unquote misery and killing them. I had to watch my mother-in-law for three, it was a week while I was there, but I knew that she was in hospice suffering, meaning she was being starved to death and thirsted to death, right? She wasn't having any food, any water, and was drugged up so bad. What a horrible way to go. But I have also heard that that is a time for people to come to God, to face their mortality. 
It's a moment of truth. And if you take that away from someone and that suffering isn't there and they don't see their life coming to an end and choosing God, you rob them of that. Now let's go back to the kids. They are after our kids. I also don't know if you knew that schools were paid money to put masks on them. They are being abused mentally. People need a face. God gave us our whole face for a reason. How many of you watch me on a video? How many of you say, ah, just seeing your smile brightens my day. Thank you for that, by the way. And thank you, God, for the braces that I have. Oh my goodness, you should see the the braces I have. They were brackets all around my teeth. Usually you just have the brackets in the back and then they stick little cement things on the front. No, 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 no. I had metal brackets around every single tooth. I was a mouthful of metal. It was horrible, (laughs) but it was worth it. I remember my dad saying, look, you're a girl. You need, you know, you need good teeth kind of thing. We'll, we'll put you in braces. And I had no idea it was going to be the worst junior year of high school of my life. How insecure I felt. But I also know that I didn't know God. And I didn't know that God loved me exactly the way I was. I was always comparing myself to other kids and never measuring up. I was never skinny enough, pretty enough, smart enough. You know the drill. And that's our job as Christians to instill the right values in our kids and our grandkids. And to talk to them out loud about, no, this is not right. You are a woman. You were born a woman. You were born a girl. You were born a baby girl and you have a biology that can create other children. So I go back to me, my little tomboy self. Would I have been convinced that I should have been a boy? I don't know. Probably, possibly. What would my parents have done? I don't know. At that time, my mom wasn't on this journey with God. Neither, I think my dad's on one too right now. I mean, we're all on one, obviously, but... We're all at different places. I'm not sure they would have talked me out of it if the culture was like it is now. I don't know. But all I am saying is I don't care if you're 75, 65, 55, 45, 35, 25, 15. We all need to realize that we were specifically created exactly the way God wanted us. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew us before we were even in the womb. And for us to change that is perverting God's plan, perverting God, God's creation. And that is exactly what Satan does. He twists it. There is a, I don't know if it's Moloch or which satanic creature it is, but it's got the goat head It's got breasts and it has a a penis. I mean, let's go there. It It has male anatomy on the bottom. And there are two children bowing down to this. There are people who are worshiping this and believe that that is a superior being that by perverting and, and changing God's creation, whether it be in the womb, some people change the sex of their babies who are these satanic worshipers from the very beginning they start pumping in hormones 
because they believe that they are God and that to change God's creation makes them superior to all of us idiots who actually are God's creation. So this is evil and it's being pushed in our face. And I want every single one of you to get the courage to speak up against it. For example, that bill down in Florida, they're, they're calling the don't say gay bill, is nothing having to do with being gay at all. As a matter of fact, it's for kindergartners through third grade for them to be exposed to gender ideology and gender confusion. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So we have got to stand up and not be afraid of what people say back to us or what labels we get labeled with. I remember when I was against the quote-unquote jab vaccine, whatever you want to call it, and I was like being asked, are you an anti-vaxxer? I said, I am not any label. I'm a Christian and I believe in God's law and I don't believe that these are safe. There hasn't been enough time And look, it's being proven everywhere. Have you seen, you can listen to a previous podcast, have you seen the Pfizer documents that are coming out? Only 2% with how many known issues? Have you heard that there's a 1100% increase in what medical issues? This is using the military database just in six, uh, six months that they looked at. And by the end of the year, they're looking at a 5,500 increase in illnesses and death. There's something wrong with that, people. And we have got to stop being scared and speak out to our family and friends, no matter what they call us, a conspiracy theorist, um, I don't know, that QAnon thing. By the way, there is no such thing. It's Q. And the Anons are the ones, the Anons are the ones that go out there and do the research. Don't don't be afraid of this society because that is what they're doing. They are polarizing people. They are dividing people. And we have got to see the evil right in front of our faces because it is exactly that, evil. And if we don't fight it, it's going to ruin the world not just America and your country, because it's coming to you. It's everywhere. We have got to pay attention and we have got to speak out. This is wrong. It's not being nice. Call me a bigot. I don't care. Why? Because guess what? I have one person that I need to look at when I die, and it happens to be Jesus Christ. And I live for that audience and that audience alone. So you could all be mad at me. You can try to convince me otherwise. You can call me a bigot, an anti-vaxxer, a a left-wing hater, what else? I don't know, a conservative. And I don't even think conservative even covers it. I am a Christian and I live by God's laws and I believe in what God created. So it's time for us to speak up, not be afraid, post things on social media like USA Today, Man of the Year, or that Leah Thompson thing that, you know, professes to be a woman or identifies as a woman. No, you don't. You are a man. And we have got to stop the madness now before it ruins society and ruins our children. 
If I was back then, maybe I would have gotten a double mastectomy and took hormones to have facial hair and all of that, but I would never be a man. Never. Because I'm not. I'm a woman. End of discussion. There are two biological sexes, and those two should be together to create one flesh, right? In sacramental marriage. And when it becomes two gay people, two lesbian people, that perverts God's plan. Now think about it. We're all called to a chaste life. This isn't just a, oh, you shouldn't have sex because, you know, that's another man. How many heterosexuals do you know that are out there having adulterous affairs? I myself was one of them. With my first marriage, I cheated on my husband all the time. I am so regretful. I have apologized to him. But I went into the, I went into the marriage without commitment. I kept my options open. And now that isn't right either. So we're all called to a chaste life, whether we're single, whether we're married, whether we are struggling with same-sex attraction, and whether we are uh, religious people, right? Purity and chastity is part of all of our lives. And we all struggle with that because guess what? Satan, again, put it in our head that we should just have sex. It's everywhere. Sex before marriage, the hookup culture. Go ahead if you're gay. Love is love. Uh Uh-uh. God is love. And God gave us the rules. And God showed us the way. And we as Christians who believe that, ought to be speaking up. And if you're not, and you're keeping your mouth shut, and you're not sharing stuff on social media because of the backlash that you may get, shame on you. Because guess what? You're going to have to see your maker and say, yeah, I was more concerned about what the world thought about me than you, God. I was more concerned about my reputation and the labels that I would get rather than you and sticking up for my beliefs and you and your laws and why these laws, if you will, are in existence. And it's for our good. You're happier when you live by God's commandments. I'm telling you because I've lived the anti-commandment life and I know exactly what I feel now and how I felt then. I am so much more confident in who I am. I don't care about what other people think of me. I know that I need to go out and speak the truth and be damned what happens, really, quite frankly. And I hope that this gives you encouragement to do the same because if we don't, I don't even know what is going to be of this world and what the, the, the children, and when I talk children, I talk, you know, up until they're like out of the house, you know, 18 years old, anything up until 18 We are going to destroy any last shred of morality and and the right thing to do. This is for the, the good of everyone. So please, if you're scared, pray for courage because Satan is on attack and our kids are the target. All righty, everyone. It's a tough one, but you know what? If we don't do it, who will? We cannot be afraid. So go speak truth in love. Speak the loving, loving truth. 
and stand firm that no matter what, this life is fleeting and you have one person that you need to account for your life to. And I don't want to look at Jesus and say, I chose the weak way. I took the non-courageous route because I was worried about what people thought of me. Pray for detachment. We all need that now. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all again. Find something more with God, that courage to speak truth. Have a blessed and inspired day.